Put, put, put. All Packers, all the time. He has come light years in the last two months, and people should be over the moon excited about that. Okay, most of the time. Almonds specifically nuts. or all nuts? Well, these nuts, those nuts, whatever nuts work. It's Jason Wilde on Jen, Gabe, and Chew. Brought to you by Boucher Automotive. With 16 different new car brands and over 35 pre-owned brands to choose from. Boucher Automotive. We are driven by you. Great to chat with our friend and teammate, Jason Wildy. Good morning, Jason. How are you doing today? Hello! La, la, la. Very nice. Very nice. Um, we got a good laugh here yesterday on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy about Mark Murphy's response to the hashtag nobody likes you email. And then I noticed on Packers.com that in the most recent mailbox, a lot of people were coming to Mark Murphy's defense and talking about his leadership and, and how... Well, the organization has done and the franchise has done with him um, atop the uh, the hierarchy. How do you think when he does hang it up, how do you think his legacy, how do you think he will be remembered, Mark Murphy, as president of the Packers? Uh, title Town and all that expansion. Um, colossal profits, uh, including negotiating the challenges of COVID. Uh, and uh, winning a Super Bowl um, on his watch with guys that Bob Harlan hired. No draft? Um, or Yeah, he'll have draft, too. That's next year. Got good one. Another good one. So when, he'll have accomplished a lot. When he goes into the Packers Hall of Fame, Jason, are they going to use the picture of him in the tube going down the sledding hill? I hope so. That's a great picture. He seems very happy there. He does. He? I mean, you know, you, who doesn't have fun when they're sliding down a hill? Look, I, I, I think he's done a very good job. Uh, he's been a great steward of an, a very important job. Uh, I, I said this to someone yesterday. I do think he uh, is a wannabe stand-up comedian trapped in the body of an NFL team president. And so I, I do think that there have been um, – a lot of instances throughout the course of his tenure in which he has said things that maybe the organization would have preferred he didn't, or he said things that he should not have as the team president because he was going for the joke, Um, which is fine because we all try to be funny. And many of us, myself included, fail at times. I just, I, he's just a very different president than Bob Harlan was. And I, I, I just have always compared the two. And I, I always thought, you know, my biggest pet peeve, I mentioned this yesterday, I think to, to KBN, my biggest pet peeve is this administration really loves the narrative of, we're owned by the fans. We don't have a deep-pocketed billionaire owner. And remember, I, I understand I'm not a fan, but you know, my par- my grandparents bought season tickets in the 1940s when the Packers were struggling and Milwaukee helped save them. Uh, they would that was when they played games at State Fair Park in West Dallas. And so we still have the Milwaukee ticket package in our family. My brother has it, and for me anyway. Um, 
I also bought a share of stock for my father when they went on sale in 1997, uh, which that was early in my career. And I didn't have, uh, you know, all that discretionary income as a young reporter. And I still plopped down my $200 for my dad to have a share of stock. So I, I don't come at this just as some sort of skeptic who thinks all this stuff is stupid. Um, and my point is, is that it's great to have the narrative that we're owned by the fans. But I think, especially on Mark Murphy's watch, I, I just don't think they've done enough for fans. The t- ticket prices have skyrocketed for, you know, we have three tickets, or my brother has three tickets. Uh, that ain't cheap. Uh, I understand there are a lot of people that own like 40 tickets and basically sell most of them, if not all of them. Um, But I think for the average Packers fan family, there is more that could be done uh, to show the appreciation for all the ways that fans support this organization. If if there is a criticism that I have of the Mark Murphy regime, that would be it. Hey, Chu. Yes. You got a question? <laughs> hey, buddy. Hi, buddy. Jason, explain the process. System. When do they start formulating a list for his replacement? Will that be just a formality? Because is there someone in the building that's probably going to get it? I do think there's someone who is clearly the leading candidate. I am sure they will go through a process. Um, but Ed Policy, whose father, Carmen Policy, obviously was an executive with the 49ers, um, you know, he's the guy that basically was delegated all the responsibility for Titletown and did a fantastic job. Um, I really like Ed. I think he's really smart. Um, I think he is, you know, because his dad was kind of old school like Bob Harlan, I think he's got some of the similar sensibilities. I also, you know, I'll be honest, I've said to Ed what I just said to you guys, uh, about, you know, even something simple like, hey, it's shareholders weekend at the Packers Pro Shop and uh, show your shareholders card and you'll receive 25% off your entire purchase, which, by the way, would probably drive more sales on a, on a weekend where they have the shareholders meeting. Um, so I, I, I think he's the very clear cut leading candidate, but that doesn't guarantee anything. Um, you know, the last time the Packers had a change in the presidency, um, there was a clear cut, uh, succession plan for John Jones to take over. Then he had a catastrophic medical condition situation that came up and then they had to go back into the process. And Mark, Mark Murphy was chosen, uh, by basically a a headhunting firm and Jason Weed was the person that Bob Harlan wanted to see take over a green Bay guy. You know, I do think there's also some of that. And, and obviously I have a lot of folks that I know in the, in the building, a lot of people that have been there for a really long time. And I think that there is also a feeling for some of them, you know, that maybe they're not always as appreciated, which I'm sure is true of every workplace. But again, you, if we're, if we're going to talk about how it's, it's in the bricks and it's about the people, um, you know, it's interesting to hear how some of them maybe feel about how they're viewed. Talking with Jason Wildley, uh, worth mentioning that Joe Barry has a new job. He has been hired as the yeah. linebackers coach slash run game coordinator, which, I mean, best of luck to the Miami Dolphins. That guy has no interest in stopping the run, so interesting that you would hire him as your, you know, <laughs> defensive run game coordinator. Best but of I, luck. <laughs> but I digress. 
Jason, is your day ruined when you don't get the double zero and you're filling up the gas tank? Like, what is preventing you when you fill up the gas tank to just when it clicks off, you take it out of the gas tank and you hang the nozzle back up at the gas station? Uh, competitiveness, uh, OCD, lots of things are preventing me. No, my my day is not ruined, Gabe. <laughs> um, that's a second Seinfeld reference I've made now today, along with "Hello, la la la." Hola. Um, uh, <laughs> so played. Um, I, I would I would just say this: it, it is, and and I tried to explain it yesterday. I'm surprised. Uh, now I feel like we really hit on a good topic. If Jen, Gabe, and Chewy are using it in some form or fashion on their program, um, it is just how my brain is wired. Uh, I also do that when I tip when we go out to dinner. If twenty percent, let's say it's a forty-two dollar bill, mm-hmm. so twenty percent would be eight forty. Uh, I tip eight. Uh, what would it be now? Uh, yeah. Eight. Yeah, do the math. I want it to end in, in an even number, an even dollar. So I will always tip more past the 20% so it gets to an even number. I don't know why you're right. Your credit card bill, it, it accumulates all kinds of numbers that don't end in zero, zero. I just, this is how I'm wired. I would appreciate it if you wouldn't judge me. I'm not. I'm just I'm asking weird. questions. I get curious. It. Yeah. Ted Lasso. Oh, the old, I'm just asking questions is <laughs> that's bunk. You, they were very judgmental questions. <laughs> not as judgmental Whoa. as they were about Joe Barry, what, where the jokes just write themselves when you put <laughs> run game coordinator in his title. I mean, the guy gave up six, 363 yards on the ground against the Eagles two years ago. Like, I don't know if that's the guy you want running your run game. That's that's all I'm saying. They finished 28th. They finished 28th against the run last year. So it's not like you have to go back to two years ago to be able to find an example of maybe this is not his area of expertise. Uh, Jason, I was talking to Chewy about this yesterday because Curb Your Enthusiasm has now dropped its latest season. And I think Chew would love it, but he says he's tried and he can't get into it. Are you into Curb? If you're into Seinfeld, are you into Curb? Never seen it. Uh, not one episode. I did see a fascinating documentary, though, about a guy. It's on Netflix, I think. Um, oh, that is great. I think it's called Long Shot, where yeah. he, he is uh, falsely accused of murder. And uh, the fact that he was at Dodger Stadium when Curb Your Enthusiasm was filming an episode and he is, you can see him in like when Larry David goes up the aisle or something. That was amazing. That is one of my favorite documentaries I've ever seen. But no, I I don't, here's my problem. I mean, well, there's a long list, but here is one of my problems. Here's the one that's relevant (laughs) to what we're talking about currently. Yes, exactly. And, and look, Seinfeld doesn't have anybody to root for either. It was just a cultural phenomenon at a time when I didn't have uh, a wife or kids or all kinds of other things going on. So it was I was able to watch it as must-see TV. It is funny. I do like it. But I didn't like the fact that none of the characters were truly likable. But I don't like shows where everybody is varying degrees of jerks or bad guys. Like, I never made it through... Um, the Breaking Bad series. I tried. I got about halfway through it. Couldn't couldn't keep going. There's nobody to root for. 
You dropped the Ted Lasso reference there. One of the reasons why it is my favorite show and why it kind of is, you know, how I coach is kind of in the Ted Lasso vein is because there's a lot of really, you know, kind of happy, feel-good, self-affirmation aspects to that show that I really enjoy. I like happy endings, which I don't like the way that sounded, but I like <laughs> happy endings. Who doesn't? And, 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 and if, if I want... <laughs> Be careful over there, okay? Uh, he, my, my, he rarely my, is, my Jason. Is, my issue is. is that in real life, there's all kinds of crappy stuff that happens. I don't want to watch a show that's predicated on more people being jerks to each other or people uh having unhappy uh endings uh i i want if it's fiction i want to enjoy the happy ending whether it's a after school special or a feature film or a series so i don't would i enjoy curb your enthusiasm jen Oh, probably not. <laughs> I no, was trying Jason, to convince you would myself not. of it, but I don't think not. so. No, I mean, Larry David's character is very, um, what was the word you used, Gabe, to describe him? He, he He's just so awkward. Everything is awkward and it makes you feel uncomfortable. And that is certainly Homer, not for everybody. Right, Jason? A little bit of Homer in him? <laughs> but it is, there is a lot of social commentary. I was telling the guys how this is this most recent episode. He is he puts a request in his car for Siri to give him directions to a restaurant and Siri misunderstands. So then he repeats it and Siri misunderstands. So then he repeats it again. And she, uh, did you mean this? No, I did not mean this. I meant this. And it goes on for a good three minutes. And by the end, he's like, you idiot, you idiot, I didn't say it. I was like, I feel like at some point or another, we all have been there, you know, trying to get the machine to give us the directions to the place we feel like we're saying very clearly, but apparently not clearly enough for Siri. Sounds like you guys talking to Chewy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that should, note, Jason, <laughs> we should start an off-brand of Siri called Chewy. <laughs> we will let you go. Thanks for hanging out with us this morning. We'll talk to you again soon. All right, everybody. Take care. Be good. Jason's appearance reminded me that we are going to the Jerry Seinfeld show in Green Bay in April. Yeah. What do you mean, eh? You literally love Seinfeld. Why wouldn't you love seeing stand-up? He's one of the best stand-up comedians of all time, but I digress. (laughs) Jeez. I don't like his stand-up either. Oh, really? Wow. I don't like you. How polarizing did this just become? I like uh, Jerry Seinfeld's work on Seinfeld. The rest, you can have it. Thank you. Josh, you're my guy. Seinfeld is based on his stand-up comedy. I don't care. It's terrible. Yeah. I will have to let you know after I see the show. Airplane on April peanuts. 20th. Yeah. <laughs> that was a terrible impression of Jerry Seinfeld. It wasn't to be flattering. Oh, was he on helium? <laughs> Did he just suck from a balloon? If you're going to make fun of Jerry, you have to do a what's the deal with. And then Airplane add it, you know, come on, at least. Airplane peanuts, yeah. exactly. All right, we'll take a break on Jen Gabe, but we roll on after this. want to tell you guys, though, about my friends over at PCI. If you are in the market for any sort of remodeling project, maybe a home addition, maybe you have a building that you just are thinking, this building has a lot of potential, I just don't know how to get to it, the PCI team is here for you. I'm good friends with Mike and Michelle. I think they're wonderful people, but I also know that they run a fantastic business, and they helped us 
a number of times, but most recently, finish our basement. They gave us the space we needed as a family, right? My son is in high school, needed to have his own space where he could watch TV and play video games and get his workouts in and not feel like everybody was on top of him. And that's what the basement remodel that PCI did did for our family. If you are in the market for any of those things, remodeling a home, a home addition, building a new home, check out my friends at PCI. Their website is professionalconstructioninc.com, professionalconstructioninc.com, and tell them Jen from Jen, Gabe, and Chewy sent you. You are listening to Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Can I be Chuck Woolery? Yeah, Tiny Mike. I mean, my average. I mean, no, I want to ask the questions. <laughs> Tiny Mike on 94.5 ESPN.